Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. Mighty Mommy here, and I'm ready to share some fresh, creative, and practical parenting tips with you. I'm your host, Cheryl Butler. One in 50 school-aged kids is diagnosed with autism in the United States, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, with boys four times more likely than girls to receive a diagnosis. This staggering statistic about the prevalence of autism in the U.S. hits close to home for many of us who either know a family friend dealing with the disorder or perhaps one of your own precious children, is autistic. Although the nation has been celebrating National Autism Awareness Month in April since the 70s, because of the significant increase in newly diagnosed cases of autism, healthcare and special education providers are turning up the heat nationwide to highlight the growing need for concern and awareness about this complex social disorder. You may know a family with an autistic child, but aren't quite sure of how to offer your support or even what kind of questions you should ask about their prognosis. I have personal experience with the world of autism, so today I'd like to share five ways on which you can reach out and get involved with families that are struggling to maintain as normal a life as possible while raising an autistic child. So, what is autism? Autism spectrum disorder and autism are both general terms for a group of complex disorders of brain development. According to AutismSpeaks.org, these disorders cause difficulties in social interaction, such as lack of interest in peers or other individuals, limited or no eye contact, and extreme difficulty engaging with groups in a social setting. Some autistic children have sensory issues where they are extremely sensitive to sound, touch, or other sensory stimulation, as well as exhibiting repetitive behaviors, such as hand flapping, twirling, rocking, and headbanging, just to name a few. Though there is no known cause for autism, it is thought to be some type of abnormality in brain structure or function, and researchers are investigating a number of theories, including the link between heredity, genetics, and medical problems. Here are five ways you can help support families with autism. Number one, make yourself available. Parents of children with autism need someone to listen and ask how they're doing. The diagnosis of autism can push parents and their kids into isolation because they get so wrapped up with treatment plans, activities, and therapy sessions, they often don't have time for much else. If you have a friend who is a parent of an afflicted child, let them know you are there and stay connected by inviting her out for lunch or over a cup of tea so you can give her something else to focus on other than her child's troubles. Let your friend take the lead as far as discussing how things are going with her child or not. Regardless, just being there on a regular basis can make a world of difference. Number two, read a book about autism. When my two children received possible autism diagnoses 15 years ago, I felt like my entire life had been turned upside down. 
Once I came to terms with what we were possibly dealing with, I wanted to learn as much information as possible about autism, so I read nearly every book I could find, as well as endless online articles. Unfortunately, 15 years ago, there wasn't half the information that's available today, but thankfully, that's no longer the case. I have two book recommendations that I think anyone wanting to learn more about autism should consider. Just released on April 9th of this year is a remarkable memoir about a mother and her autistic son called The Spark, written by Christine Barnett. Christine Barnett's son, Jacob, has an IQ higher than Einstein's, a photographic memory, and he taught himself calculus in two weeks. At age nine, he started working on an original theory in astrophysics that experts believe may someday put him in line for a Nobel Prize. And at 12, he became a paid researcher in quantum physics. But the story of Christine's journey with Jake is all the more remarkable because his extraordinary mind was almost lost to autism. At age two, when Jake was diagnosed, Christine was told he might not even be able to tie his own shoes, let alone read or speak or function. Relying on the insight she developed at the daycare, which she runs out of her garage, Christine resolved to follow Jacob's spark, his passionate interests. Instead of concentrating on what he couldn't do, she focused on what he could do. This basic philosophy, along with her belief in the power of ordinary childhood experiences and the importance of play, helped Jake overcome huge odds. I found it a very engaging and informative book. I also highly recommend Let Me Hear Your Voice, written by Catherine Maurice. This uplifting story is about how a family pulled not one, but two children out of the torments of autism and into a normal life. I honestly couldn't put it down once I started reading it. Tip number three, have playdates with friends. If you have a friend who has a child with autism, Invite her and her kids over for a playdate. It might not be the typical playtime, as with normally developing peers, but it will offer the autistic child an excellent opportunity to learn social and behavioral skills from peers that do not have developmental challenges. Even better, the playdate may provide your children with a lesson in acceptance and tolerance of people who are different from them. It can be of a great experience to both families. Tip number four, get to know an autistic child. For families with an autistic child, respite is often a difficulty unless the parents of the child are relieving one another or they have a trusted family member such as a grandparent who has a personal relationship with the child and an understanding of his or her social quirks and unusual needs. If you can spend a few hours a week getting to know an autistic child in your neighborhood or of a family friend, you can then offer to provide a brief respite once you understand how to appropriately interact with him or her. Even if you can only offer up a couple of hours of your time every few weeks, it can mean everything to an overwhelmed parent to have a few hours to go grocery shopping or to just spend some alone time with the spouse. Tip number five, don't judge. Most autistic children are not able to handle the stimulus most of us take for granted when visiting a crowded grocery store or waiting in the pediatrician's office or simply hanging out at the local playground with our kids. Don't be quick to judge how a parent is handling a situation, like a child having a meltdown at the checkout lane at the store, or perhaps spinning uncontrollably in a public place like a waiting room. This could be an autistic child exhibiting a repetitive behavior or struggling with a sensory overload and is acting this way just to survive. Even if you know the child is autistic 
and you are only trying to be helpful and offer some constructive parenting advice, please don't. Parents of autistic children are already under a lot of pressure. They are usually exhausted, and more than anything else, they don't want to be judged. What they need is compassion, support, and unconditional patience where their child is concerned. I'm very thankful that my two developmentally delayed children did not, in the end, have autism. But for at least a year, we weren't sure what their prognosis would be, and I will never forget how challenging that time in our life was. Do you have any experience in interacting with an autistic child? Please let me know in the comments section or on the Mighty Mommy Facebook page. I'm also on Twitter at Mighty Mommy. You can also email me at mommy at quickanddirtytips.com. You can visit the Mighty Mommy page at quickanddirtytips.com to read a transcript of this show. This episode is number 227 and called Five Ways to Support Families Raising an Autistic Child. Don't forget to check out my family-friendly boards at pinterest.com slash QDT. Hopefully, you can make a difference in the life of a family raising a special needs child. For now, go give your child a big hug. And until next time, happy parenting. 